I am Bill Cartwright with Living Right with Bill Cartwright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Bill Cartwright, and I am here with that super millennial, David Barreto, giving us the millennial perspective. How are you doing, Big Dave? I'm doing good. So this week, our topic is conflict. And on Sunday, Stress Mastery Weekend Edition with host Mark Middlestead, he had a show on Conflict is a Good Thing. On Mondays with the Super Millennial, David talked about Stop Creating Conflict. You two are working right hand in hand together. And today's Health Huddles, we're going to talk on Conflict and the Gut Brain. This week's Meeting of the Minds, we are going to discuss the stages of conflict. And on Connection Thursday, we're going to do a show on entering the void. And on Friday, we will continue our brand new book study, The Book of Joy by the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu. How you doing there today, Big Dave? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How's it going? It's going well. It's going well. So we got a lot of new things coming. And yes, we are working on, I am working on that new module, everybody. Don't worry. It's coming. Um, so I'm working on it, as you know, uh, with a computer snafu. It's just hmm. a limited amount of time, but I am getting it done. And also, we just had a huge meeting and we are going to be starting the Stress Mastery Mastermind. What do you think of that, Big D? I think it's going to be exciting. Being a part of a mastermind in the past has been pretty awesome. And I personally learned a lot of stuff for it. So I, I think it'd be, uh, you know, even cooler to have one to kind of host it, run and see all the, the people that bring so much like value to it. Mastermind works in a very specific way. And it's about helping the individual that comes in. We use in our mastermind, we do all five life categories. A lot of times it's focused on business, but we do focus on all five life categories. And like David said, he was a, a part of a mastermind. I've been, I, my whole career and what we do today was built off a of mastermind. I cannot tell you how huge it is to be part of something like that because it's a group. It's a different group, but it's a group supporting your personal development and your growth. It's a little different than coaching. It's very yeah, different it's, than coaching. It's interesting. I, I, you know, in the beginning of starting, you know, this whole journey with this, I got a, the opportunity to be a part of a high level one for a lot of people who are just starting. And it's cool to see on, you know, social media and platforms like that, seeing how big, those people are now and when we were in the mastermind they were just tossing the idea they didn't even have a name at that time and a lot of the ideas that you see you know come to life on a lot of these uh, people's social media platforms and stuff are ideas that were thrown back and forth inside that mastermind so it's almost seeing it from seed to flower to fruit kind of thing we've so seen people publish awesome. their books out of that we've seen people develop entire businesses out of that i've seen, yeah, I've seen people uh, get on ted talks and all these crazy things just from unbelievable where they were asking questions and they were lost in the beginning 
Yes. And so a mastermind is a little different. We meet weekly. It is a live thing every week. You meet every week and then we do big events together and everything else. So it's a little bit different. As we put it together, we'll make an announcement. We will do a mail out to those that do have our mailing list. If you're not part of that mailing list, how do they do that, David? Uh, if you're not a part, you can go to uh, livingrightwithbillcourtright.com. There's a tab at the top that says contact. Just go ahead and fill out your information in the subject. You can put mastermind so we know, um, you know, we can answer you directly. We can send those specific ones to you. If you are a part of the mailing list, you will get the email uh, as you normally would. So I'm excited because I, I have a, I've been away from the mastermind for the last uh, couple years and I need one. Oh, I learned so much in those. I learned as much. People don't understand how much I've learned. That's why I learned the podcast. I was in a mastermind. And I know people that listen to this know that mastermind very well. It was a very high level mastermind. And people that are coming out of that mastermind have are published authors, big time published authors, uh, social media movers. John Lawson was in that, that mastermind. Uh, huge people. And it all came out of that I'm working together like that. So it's a team thing in a mastermind. So I'm excited for that. Uh, it's been a while. I, I, I knew I wanted to, I wanted to get back into one and now the opportunities come up where we can start one ourselves and it's exciting for me. So we will keep them abreast of that situation, my friend. Anything else before we get started? No, I think I'm good to go. So this week, our topic is conflict. In today's health huddles, we're going to discuss conflict and the gut brain. Conflict can be defined as a battle, competitive, or opposing actions. In stress mastery, a conflict is a program activated in the cage mind. This causes a battle for conscious mind control. That battle is between you and the ego. And this creates a competition of opposing actions or behaviors between the state of reaction and the state of response. So when we have a conflict, the process in stress mastery is one, slow down, two, create a still point, three, let go with the technique to raise your state up through the green zone energies. Four, you respond. And five, you have conflict resolution, right? Those are your steps, right, Dave? Yeah. So today I want to talk a little bit of the process of conflict resolution and the three brains but I'm going to focus heavily on the gut brain because it's not well understood. And it is quite the quandary what the gut brain does to our mental and physical health. It creates a conflict. So if we look at the three brains, one is the head brain. This holds the cage mind. And when in the red zone, it is disconnected from the gut brain. In the red zone, the head brain goes into the limbic brain. In the green zone, it goes into the cortex part of the brain. The head brain, when connected to the gut brain, is in the cortex part. In other words, the green zone. You understand? Yeah. Because I'm really I'm going to differentiate this very much. So two is the heart brain. The heart has its own neurons, 40,000 neurons. 
These create its capacity for the heart to set our state. The head brain and the heart brain are in communication. The head brain activates the program, the conflict, and the heart brain then has the body support the mind. It sets your state. The heart holds the creation mind, and this connection to the creation mind is always dependent on who has conscious mind control. Either way, the heart brain is working with the body to support the head brain and the mind. Do you understand? Yep, I'm with you so far. Ned, there's the third brain, and this is the gut brain. It is this brain, the gut brain, that creates self-transformation, both physically and mentally. If in connection to the, to, if the gut brain is in connection to the head brain, this will actually create self-transformation spiritually. But today, I'm not talking about spirituality. I want to talk about physical and mental health. It is health huddles, right? So the gut brain is connected when the head brain turns on the frontal cortex. This is done when the recuperation system, the green zone of the human construct is activated. This is when the gut brain connects. So the construct goes into one, the recuperation system, green zone, which is the parasympathetic nervous system that is activated. Two, the stress loop is broken and the vagus nerve is activated. The vagus nerve connects the three brains. It is the main brain and it, it, it is the connection to the main gut brain. It, this is also called, the vagus nerve is also known as the pneumogastric nerve. This connects head brain, pneumo, to the cardiovascular system of the heart and lungs, which connects the heart brain, and it connects, the gastric connects the gut brain, pneumogastric. Now, many in science say we only have two brains, the head and the gut brain. And it's very important to understand the heart brain, for it is the heart brain that sets the body's state to match the mind's focus. Yet, the heart brain is always in operation. It sets our state, and it is where we let go of programs or conflicts, or it sets our state to react, to defend or attack. And it's activated by the head. The heart holds your purpose. It's where you connect to your true self. But the heart also can keep you in a negative red zone state. It depends what's going on in the head brain. Do you understand? Yeah. So as the heart brain is in connection with the head brain in both conflict and when we are calm in resolution, it is always connected. It's the gut brain does not work like this. When the head brain is in conflict in the red zone, the gut brain is shut down. It's not communicating positively to the head brain. The gut brain operates in the recuperation system, but as you will learn today, that gut brain also operates when the alarm system is turned on. Mm -hmm. It's something that a lot of people do not understand. So the human construct for the gut brain to operate positively, 
which it's creating a balance we call well-being, a balance between a healthy body, a balanced mind, and that ability to have great experiences. For that to happen, and the gut brain to operate in that fashion, the recuperation system must be activated. And when that's activated, the stress loop is broken, vagus nerve is activated, mind identity, your conscious mind control, you become present, mindful. The body identity, body supports the mind. The three brains connect when it when it's in this state. And the identity base goes in event, awareness, and response. In this state, the gut brain is in its full operation. So are you with me so far on the three brains? Any questions? Any thoughts? No, I'm with it so far. I'm listening. So let us address conflict in the gut brain. The human being is hardwired for behavior. This behavior is determined by the connection of the brains. The human being functions and operates. Remember, it functions and operates today exactly as the human being functioned and operated 200,000 years ago. There is a primal connection that exists between our brain, our head brain, and our gut in the gut brain. And we've all experienced this, a gut feeling, when we, first, when, when we meet someone for the first time, or we are told to trust our gut instinct when dealing with a conflict that requires a tough decision, Coaches, motivational people tell us it's a gut check time before doing something that will require determination. Do you understand? You, tell me. All the time. Literally. So all tell the me. Time. Tell me your thoughts on that. I think it's one of those things that we, uh, for some people, they listen to, and some people it becomes uh, ignored. Because um, some people feel like it, it's uh, superficial. You know, the gut feeling, your intuition, things like that. People think it's like that hocus pocus type stuff. And so many times it gets dismissed because of that. In all reality, it's what you're talking about right now. And I will do a show on that. I will. But that's not this show. Because I want, Mm -hmm. it's too much for one episode. But I will do a show on the gut feeling. See, few are aware That this mind, the gut connection, is not just metaphorical. Our head brain and gut brain are connected by an extensive network of neurons and a highway of chemicals and hormones that are constantly providing feedback. So the gut brain communicates how hungry we are. It communicates whether or not we are experiencing stress. And it communicates if we have ingested a disease-causing microbe. This information superhighway is called the brain-gut axis. And this brain-gut axis provides constant updates on the state and affairs at both ends. So the head and the gut at both ends, right? And so... If you get that sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach after you reacted angrily to a conflict, and if you let your aggressive behavior get away from you and did something or or said something hurtful, as you slow down, you will get a sinking feeling in your stomach. This is the brain-gut connection. 
You're stressed and grieving for your actions. This will drive your state into guilt. Your gut knows this very well, knows it very well. So we speak on the nervous systems, right? Red zone and green zone forever, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yet there is another nervous system, which is also part of the autonomic nervous system called the enteric nervous system or the intrinsic nervous system. The enteric nervous system is embedded in the lining of the gastrointestinal system. Now, it's very important. The science, this is what science refers to. It refers to the enteric nervous system as the second brain because there are hundreds of millions of neurons connecting the head and gut brain. Remember, the heart had 40,000. Yeah. <laughs> These are hundreds of millions, okay? So the gut has a sophisticated neural network that it operates to defend the body against the outside world. At birth, every gut is sterile. But over time, the gut develops a diverse and distinct brew of bacterial species. The 100 million microbes that make up the gastrointestinal tract playground are critical for our health, both physically and mentally. Do you have any comments so far? Not just yet. Nothing? No, because I, I, I kind of want you to f explain further because uh, this has been something that I started to learn more and more, you know, um, dealing with somebody that has gastric, you know, issues and upsets and yep. the way that it was uh, introduced into her life was very similar to, you know, what you're talking about. So I kind of want to, don't want to jump ahead because I feel like it might get answered, but I do want to share that experience for everybody, you know, that kind of ties it all together. Well, let's do it. So the, those hundred million microbes that make up that GI tract are critical, like I said, for our health, both mental and physical. Gut bacteria regulates digestion and metabolism. This bacteria extracts vitamins and other nutrients from the food you eat. They, these then program the body's immune system and they build and maintain the gut wall. This protects the body from outside invaders. The balanced gut brain, and I say the balanced gut brain, is essential for our physical health. And the gut brain is essential for your mental health. The gut brain and the gut bacteria produces those hundreds of neurochemicals that the head brain uses to regulate basic physiological processes. And it also those neurochemicals the head brain uses to regulate its mental processes, such as learning, memory, and a big one, our moods. See, the gut brain manufactures 95% of our serotonin supply. It's serotonin that makes you feel good, that gets you ready to start your day. It's serotonin that is probably in the medication you're taking for your anxiety or your depression. And so it's the gut brain that makes this. So studies show 
just how important the gut brain is to our moods and behavior. In one study, these mice that were very mild mannered was a crop of mild mannered mice. I don't know how they test that, but they're <laughs> mild mannered, right? And the mice were given the cocktail of antibiotics. Now, like I said, these mice were shy and timid. The antibiotics dramatically changed their composition of gut bacteria. When this happened, their behavior completely changed. They became aggressive and adventurous. When that antibiotic treatment was stopped, they reverted back to their normal behavior. So it is shown that when the gut brain is imbalanced, the harmful bacteria begins to build up. And when this happens, anxiety is also ramped up. Researchers are looking closely now at the gut brain when it comes to treating anxiety and depression. See, when there is inflammation of the GI tract, such as in Crohn's disease, ulcerative, ulcerative colitis, and IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, there will also be altered moods and behaviors. So in recent studies, they indicate there is a co-opting, a cooperation of the immune system. The gut brain communicates to the head brain via the vagus nerve. When the vagus nerve is cut off, this is what happens when the alarm system red zone or you're stressed out is activated in the human construct. When the vagus nerve communication is severed, the gut brain goes into survival mode. And this changes the brain, the head-brain chemistry and behavior to match the stress response. If the individual remains stressed out in the red zone, this alters the neurochemical delivery system. This is the gut bacteria being altered, and this affects serotonin, dopamine, GABA, neuroepinephrine, and melatonin. The imbalanced gut brain causes changes in mood, sleep, behavior, and it ramps up anxiety with the inability to deal with conflict and stress. Now, and this is important, just how the gut brain affects the head brain when stressed out? Well, the head brain affects the gut brain, right? When we are stuck in the alarm system, red zone cuts off the vagus nerve. When we are stuck in conflict, when we are stressed, anxious, and worried, the head brain exerts a profound influence on the gut brain. With me, right? Yeah. So we're in the red zone, vagus nerve is shut down, you become trapped in the stress loop. And stress suppresses the beneficial bacteria made by the gut brain. And this is what locks us in a state of event judgment, reaction. We're stuck in conflict. And this stress-induced state influences the microbiome of the gut brain. This affects the head brain behavior, and this creates a new bacteria created by the gut brain to combat the stress. And these are called inflammatory cytokines. And this disrupts the head brain and its neurochemistry even more. And this causes depression, anxiety, and 
inflammatory disease. So here's the thing, Dave. The gut brain's working, whether it's cut off or not. But instead of sending mood-stabilizing serotonin and feeling good, you know, gamma and, you know, it's a dopamine, instead it sends inflammatory cytokines to fight and increases inflammation. And that sets the body even in a worse state with the stress response. So the head brain affects the gut brain and the gut brain affects the head brain. And it's one big ass loop that if we're not, if you don't treat it properly, then you're going to stay trapped in your thoughts. And I'm going to talk about healing, but your thoughts on that so far. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things that I've actually got to uh, experience. I've talked on this, uh, on the podcast that, uh, my girlfriend Vanessa has Crohn's uh, a few of you guys seen her in the community. Uh, and one of the, the kind of experience or moments that this really kind of brings to light was about four years ago, uh, Thanksgiving, we had three different houses to go to and we ate like there was no tomorrow. Now this was probably a bad idea already for her having, you know, a gastric disease from it, but she didn't have any issues at all. No symptoms of anything like that. The one time that actually sent her into the hospital for a week was an argument that she actually had with her mom. And that caused the downhill. Her face turned white. Her stomach started acting up. We ended up taking her to the hospital. Her white blood cells count were through the roof. And all they would blame it on was the food. And that was always something that, you know, was curious to me because the entire day, all the way up until, you know, the night was perfectly fine. And moments after the, you know, argument, it wasn't even huge. It was the way that she perceived the argument being bigger it immediately caused like a downward spiral of everything. Her stomach started to hurt, all this stuff. And when they, they did all the scans and stuff, the inflammation was through the roof. And they kept on attributing straight to food. But every time now we notice if there's a something with work, uh, especially with the pandemic thing, you know, at the peak, everybody's kind of stressed out. She feels her stomach start to feel upset, starts to hurt, starts to feel that inflammation. And she's eating healthy now. Yep. So it's not just the diet for her. It's moments and situations that she perceives that stress response to kick on. She feels it immediately. And I'm going to, because you did not know I was doing this show, correct? No. <laughs> so how do we heal the gut brain? And make no mistakes about it. The gut brain Listen, will heal up. itself. It will heal itself. But... It must have the correct environment. This environment is set within the body when the human construct, one, recuperation system, green zone is activated. Two, stress loop is broken, vagus nerve is activated. Three, mind identity, you must assume conscious mind control, mindful throughout the day. Four, the body identity supports the mind, so you must take care of the management of the stress response. The right diet and exercise is essential. But five, the identity base of event awareness and response must be maintained and exercised all through the day. Did you guys hear what David said? The challenge with those that have gut-brain issues such as IBS, Crohn's, colitis, is that the gut-brain is making the head-brain depressed and anxious. 
and the head brain is causing the gut brain to make pro-inflammatory cytokines and making it fail to make healthy gut bacteria. They, it's a circle of a problem. You can see it. That's exactly what you just said. Yeah. So and, what you and said. It's very apparent too. So, so there is a way to fix this. And I'm going to, if you have this issues with your gut, I'm going to tell you how to do it. And there is no alternative methods, but what I'm going to tell you now, because if you suffer and I've watched this little girl suffer, I've watched her get hospitalized and David having to sit there, you know, all night long and how sick she got. I remember it well. So what is the circle to break the circle of the problem? Number one, you must slow down. To fix the gut brain, you must calm the head brain. If you have a serious gut brain issue, again, diseases like Crohn's, IBS, colitis, or if you have suffered depression, anxiety, even bloating and obesity, you must slow down at regular intervals all day long. So this is a must-do Green Focus Power Hour to set the day. Have to set your day. You must close the day. You have to close the day. These are the pauses and slowdowns that allow the head brain and gut brain to become friends again, right? You have to do that. Hourly, you need to consciously slow down. You must practice the let go technique and you must move towards mastering meditation. This is not like, oh, I got a good idea. This will help your IBS or your Crohn's or your colitis. No, 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 no. Must happen because the gut and the head are in conflict. That's what you're having. That's why you're having this issue. So that's number one. That's number one. Number two is diet. David will talk about that a little bit. You must be on the right diet. Probiotics are great. But your diet must manage the physical stress response. If you don't process sugar and you eat sugar, you set off the stress response and the head brain and the gut brain are going to fight. They're going to be a conflict again. Number three, exercise is huge. Studies show that exercise promotes gut bacteria diversity. What is that? It's rebalancing the gut brain. Number four, you've got to limit antibiotics. You should never use an antibiotic unless you absolutely need it because that just destroys the gut brain and the bacteria more. And number five, you must master stress. And that means mastering conflict resolution. All the exercises of Green Focus Power Hour are designed in resetting the gut brain. And this, when we talk mastering stress, conflict resolution must become a skill because the moment you fall out of it, and have a conflict and get stuck in it, you're going to activate the head brain, which is going to fight with the gut brain, and the gut brain's going to do what it does, and you got a shitstorm. That doesn't have to be. But this is a little different show. If you have those issues, you must do these things. Not a good idea. I think everybody should do them or must do them if they really want to have conflict resolution. But when it comes to that gut, People don't understand it. Doctors don't understand it. They're always given. If you have stomach issues, I don't care if it's GERD. I don't care if you have heartburn. I don't care if you, whatever stomach issues you have, 
It's being caused by stress. The head brain is locked into the into the red zone, and the gut brain is cut off from the green zone where it balances and the vagus nerve, but the gut brain's still working. 100 million neurons are working the opposite. They're working to create cytokines and inflammation because it's all confused in the signal. There is a conflict. David. Yeah, the the one thing that I'll say to this, because it was something that I know many people probably would think that, oh, well, I don't have this, so it's not really going to affect me or, you know, especially when it becomes a, a gastric disease. Uh, Vanessa wasn't born with this. You know, it was one of those epigenetics that are dormant until it expresses. Well, she went to nursing school and that was probably the, one of the most stressful times in her life. And that's where she first got hospitalized and diagnosed with Crohn's. And that's when it finally expressed itself. And now it's here to stay. You know, the one thing with her is it's awesome to see is she works out, she eats well, she drinks her water, and she learns how to manage the way that situations, conflicts, obstacles, you know, everything we literally been talking about to look at them in a different light. And it's not that it's not happening. It's her being able to slow down and change it from a story into it just what it is. And to see the difference in the way that her body reacts, the way that her mood stays high, and she's always giggly, happy, and all that stuff. And she deals with the same stuff that everyone else does. And that's the point that I want to get across. Just because you don't have it now, don't think that this isn't affecting you. It's affecting all of us. It's just more of an extreme level when things like this express. But also at the same time, you may have this gene and it just hasn't expressed yet. It's something And that if you can't lose happy. weight... Yeah. Right? If you can't lose weight or if you suffer from depression or if you have moods, if you can't sleep, mm-hmm. right? All those things that we always focus on the head brain, it's not the head brain. Yeah. Yes, you have to focus on the head brain, but it's the gut brain causing it. It's the yeah. gut brain causing all these issues. Yeah, she and used so, to have joint pains and uh, her yes. back used to hurt and stuff like that. She never could figure out what it was attributed to. And it all had to stem down to not because of her diet. Not because of, you know, the things that she was drinking. It was the way that she was responding or reacting, I should say, to situations that were happening to her. And at the moment when she realized that and was able to kind of slow down, reassess and respond to it, the joints stop hurting, her back stop hurting, her mood stays higher, she wakes up, she sleeps better, all these things. And it's nothing that, you know, you would look at her diet or her, her, her water or anything like that and say, oh, that's horrible. It was just the change in thought connecting those two together. Huge. So if you are interested in joining the Stress Mastery community, this is what we teach. You have to learn to slow down. We teach that. But you have to get on your right diet and you have to start your exercise. But you, it, but the biggest thing is we have to master stress because we can't shut it off. And that's what we're talking about this week. We're talking about conflict. And that is a conflict. When you have issues, it's a conflict between the head brain and the gut brain. And science is now catching up. Science is getting it, which means that the medical professionals will get it soon. Instead of just giving you an antiacid or giving you something for your stomach or for all this heartburn stuff, all this over-the-counter stuff. There's a reason why that's happening, and that is driving your behavior. That's it for today's show. Our mission here is to create a shift in the planet, and you can join us on this mission by simply like, share, and subscribe. Links are right below the show. As always, until next time, 
stay inspired.